0: The Race for the Ring, Episode 85, Love from Above with Elaine Portner. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor and happy endings among my friends and social circles and I want to know why each week we'll chat with a different dating queen or king socialite or relationship expert and explore the many facets of dating today pitfalls to steer clear from and how to find the finest fish in the sea. get ready set go Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Race for the Ring. I have such an amazing guest for you today. Her name is Elaine Portner. And if any of you happen to read my first book, Intermission, How Fervor, Friendships and Faith Took Me to the Second Act, I had a chapter about How when I was going through some turbulent times in my life and my divorce and some other personal things, I was desperate for answers, as I'm sure many of you are. And we all kind of look for answers and signs and things of that nature almost daily, especially when we're going through something that's a little bit tricky. So I went to Elaine a lot. Um, I'd say I probably went to Elaine maybe once or twice a month um, for for sessions and guidance. And um, she would read me and she would kind of give me messages from loved ones that have passed. And it just made me feel at ease and made me feel, um, more comfort. And I believe in that. And even if you don't, um, it, I think there's something to say with just leaning into the universe a little bit and, and trying to find some sort of deeper meaning or deeper connection to kind of get you through when you're unsure or things aren't great, or you're at a crossroads and you're trying to make a decision, or you're looking to change your career, or you're looking to go back to work, or you, You know, not sure if you should end a relationship. You're not sure if you're, you know, you're looking for love and you don't know if it's ever going to come your way, or you're going through a bad time with the spouse or whatever it is. It's definitely something that I highly recommend. And she is by far one, if not the best um, mediums that I've ever gone to. Um, she's quite gifted. She shares a little bit about how she got into the medium space. She's also an accomplished author. She's a spiritual teacher. She's a yogi. She's um, a meditation coach. And she's a dear friend of mine. And I feel very honored that she took time out of her crazy busy day to read me a little bit for this program. Um, in, with regard to, um, love for the most part, because obviously we're dating and relationship show, um, but also talk to a little bit about why she helps people that are sort of, um, single or in bad relationships or in relationships, and they're not sure they should stay in or what have you, or maybe they're dating someone that they're madly in love with, and they don't know if they're going to pop the question or whatever is going on. And so she shares a little bit about that and, um, some anecdotes that are really, really compelling. So I'm very excited to introduce you to Elaine Portner.
1: What we're talking about literally is uh, the beautiful, the spotlight is on you and it's like actually turn. So perhaps that's an indication of what it is that you did previously uh, from the past into the present. And that's really what a lot of the If you will, the psychology is all about uh, because many of us have programmed daydreams or programmed um, future uh, destinations and things like that. And it's nothing more than just uh, by laws of attraction, what is in our culture. And some of that is about mating, some of that is about getting ahead in life, some of that is about staying healthy um, and being of service to those you love and those in your community. And why that sounds so haughty toddy and etheric to you is because you're on that path right now. They're just acknowledging it. We may not be talking to specific relatives of yours, but that may not matter in the identifications. And we can get to that perhaps uh, later. But what's happening is it's literally a spotlight on you. So what happens with that is that it's talking about shine and you, as you term bling and these mm-hmm. types of things, it's really just a connection and an echo. Uh, from the universe, and I, what I loved about the word universe, and I saw it this morning, is the word uni, which is one, and the verse. And the verse is just patterns and pathways to everyone's heart. Right? We all want to sing uh, our praises, not out of tune, but we want to sing. And so, what's happening with uh, your song is you're in the spotlight to sing your song. And what's cool about you right now in these moments is that as you're learning, you're living, and as you're living, you're learning, and you're sharing it with others because they may be on a similar path and the, and there are mutual interests of just not necessarily like getting ahead in life because it's never about materialism or um, manufacturing anything, uh, even branding. It's about just um, owning your own, um, here's a new term, I guess, spiritual biology so that you know You're getting the most out of yourself, which is kind of interesting because I haven't seen that before. I see it with other different ways with different people, but this is energy, and this is Mindy's energy. So talk to me quickly about. um, We may be all over the map for a minute, moment or two. Talk Mm -hmm. to me about March. Is there significance of birthday anniversary passing in March? In March? No, not that I can. Right. So don't Uh, forget, Mindy, working with me, the answer is never no. And the reason (laughs) why is because you have to learn how to say yes to spirit. And when I conference with people, you know, hold on. When I conference with people, what they want to understand is that, oh, it's not, I'm living in a literal world and my birthday is not March, so it can't be March. You have to hang out there with me. And the mm-hmm. cardinal rule with me is you can never say no. After 13,000 okay. readings, this is about opening ourselves up to understand what the significance perhaps of March is or the number three. So okay. I would okay. go further with you. Do you understand that at all?
0: Um, yeah. Just say I'm not a little March, bit. I mean, know. I have, I have friends that have a birthday that have the number three no. in it. Okay. No, it's not about friends. It's about it's something about more me? intimate to you. Not that I of course I can't it think is. of it right it's now. It's always I'll, about okay. you. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, they, one of my friends could have been I'm kidding. So just okay. I don't, relax. I don't, for a I, don't I can't this think of not, it right now.
1: Okay. This, this is not okay. But here's the point is that we're in the moment and you're mm. receiving the information. So we don't really want to put it off. I have everybody record their readings, but there's a reason why this is a code to get in. So it just has to be more open and understanding this. Okay. I'm going to run a few things by you. Okay. If your grandfather or your grandmother or somebody on the other side is relatable to the month of March or three, maybe they're one of three, maybe their daughter or son is one of three. And so maybe somebody passed on the other side recently that is part of the three. Okay. And we I don't want to understand the numbers 1323. If your address is a three, so we're all over the map right now. They're just trying to wake you up to understand that you do have codes. So okay. So can continue with these codes. So, why is three symbolic to you? 1323, the month of March, birthday, anniversary, passing, people that are in your life, people, those that are intimately around you.
0: I honestly am not sure. Number I think 13? my grandmom may have been one of three. Um, I, I believe she was. She had a sister and a brother. She was one of three. My grandmother.
1: Are they all on the other side?
0: Yes, they are.
1: OK, is there an S name that's important here, like a Sadie or a Sonia or M- my mom's it? name is Sandra? OK, I'll take that. Thank you. Okay, is this your mom's mom that we're connecting to probably? Yes, yes. Thank you. She the closest one to you that is on the other side?
0: Yes, she and my grandpa, her husband, yes. Thank
1: you. She's saying congratulations to your mom. Maybe she hit a milestone. Oh, she did, yeah. So she and my dad just had their fiftieth anniversary? Yes, yes, they did. Okay, so there's a reason why they're talking like that immediately and quickly is because the pairing... Of them is something that you desire. And right now, you write about it, you talk about it, you search for it, and it's coming your way. The thing is, and these are the breaking the codes, is that they want you to ask your grandmother and grandfather for that to happen. Okay. Okay. Right. So you have a direct link. It's almost like cutting through bureaucracy, but this is spiritual nature to know Mm -hmm. who to ask for for what it is that you need. So um, they're talking about it being a formula, which I like. And so what's really interesting about that, whether you're in a relationship with somebody now or not, um, they're talking about the word formula being important. So maybe it's somebody of medicine or science or something. Would you know that? Is that somebody that's currently in your life that's important? Yeah, I'm really good friends with a doctor
0: who I used to date that I'm very close with now Um, and in a platonic friendship situation. But I think we have mutual admiration for one another. So there's that. Um, I've always had an interest in medicine in general. I work with a lot of doctors in my PR practice and sort of gravitate to people in medicine because I just find that industry compelling, even though I'm personally not a doctor and I'm going back to school for clinical psychology. I'm in a master's program um, to not, well, I am considering not to be a medical doctor, but I'm probably gonna pursue um, after I get my master's to continue on to get my PhD to be um, a doctor. Yeah.
1: Right. This is big time for you. Yeah. yeah. So where they could talk about what's on your kitchen table, it's not as interesting. Um, But what they are saying is that they're very well aware of your pursuits. Um, So they're saying hello to two children. Is there any A's in the family that are important? Is there an Adam or, or an Alan? Oh, uh, there's an, an Ariel
0: and oh my gosh, she just turned 13. So there's your three, probably. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm like losing it. Okay, yes. Ariel, my daughter. Ariel.
1: Wonderful. I and, get the and I have a son. It, so the- yeah. Yes, yes, I got um, it. Okay. Jay's in anybody's name. Jay? Yeah, my son Julian. There you go. So when we're doing this quick reading to say, where am I in life? How am I doing? Or whatever, they can come right down and they're not really coming out of the clouds. They're just all around you. And what happens is, is it's that easy because it's easy for us too to connect or just to have the sensation that we're not alone and they're watching us all the time.
0: Uh, so great. All right. So let's dive right in because normally okay. we start the show and we talk a little <laughs> bit about the guests and how they became who they came who became who they are. So I have known you, um, Elaine, for quite some time. And um you I went to you, I wrote about you in my first book intermission. Um, I sought like support and just guidance from you in my darkest moments when I was struggling, you know, through well, just through personal stuff and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I get it. And, it was amazing. I highly recommend you to everyone (laughs) listening and anybody who will hear me as I did in the book. Um, but let's talk a little bit about a, how you got in, in a short version, because obviously I'm sure you could go on and on, um, how you found this calling and how you help sort of heal people who are sort of struggling and lost and maybe looking for love or just feeling alone. Um, you know, as you mentioned for me specifically, um, through my grandparents. Yes, I do want what my parents have um, very, very much. I also know I don't want to settle. So I'm patiently waiting and sort of becoming like, I don't know, not overly like positive. It's definitely happening for me in this lifetime, but that made me feel better that you said that. So that's great. But go <laughs> on, not to steal your stage, go please share with everybody. A little yeah, bit no.
1: So you I you like are. the way that you're putting those two things together mm-hmm. in the connections because we're not alone, and how my connection started, because I always thought that everybody had them. So when I started to talk to trees, I thought everybody did. But what I also <laughs> thought when I heard the answers, because I was lost in the forest, and I felt like the trees were talking to me, I thought that was clearly normal. And what was really you got lost
0: in the forest and you're talking to trees and they were talking back when I was really
1: little. I was probably six oh, years old. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. Okay. No, yeah. I mean, not crazy. So, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, interesting. Don't call me crazy. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I that's why I reprieved it. Because I am it. you and you are yeah. me and I'm, that's exactly my whole point. I meant like, wow, that's awesome. Like, I didn't mean it. Okay, well, go ahead, cut. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's really uh-huh. natural. And as a child, we all have mystical crystal information that we're not far from what we, some people call home or heaven or whatever. And so I actually got lost from my parents, but that was probably um, maybe a better thing because I um, it wasn't a good household actually to be in. So I was like searching at a young age for help and guidance. And so mm. I thought, oh, you, you call afterward, kind of. And I felt very nurtured by nature. And so that was always a common, consistent, and I always had conversations. But I maintain that we all do. We're all talking to someone. Some people made that into organized religion. I'm just saying that mine is probably more disorganized. I'll take whatever I can get wherever I can get it, you know, because it's not from a human. So I just uh, meditate a whole lot, right? Fast forward into understanding that that probably developed my psychic sense that I was either born with or it was enhanced as I got older. In the corporate world, I used it too, but I was getting information from about people that I don't know why I was. So it was important for me to understand what is that psychic sense and am I right, right? Like I always like to be right. And so I found out that I was right. And I was like, well, why am I getting that information? Fast forward, coming out of the corporate world, I developed yoga studios. And while we were opening up this new yoga studio, I got information because I asked some questions. I was like, wow, if I can know this about somebody's life that I'm not even intimate with or in a relationship with, how much can you really know? Well, we were opening up a yoga center, and it opened up on nine nine. And I got a crazy dream when I would normally be scared and skeptical about like the permits, are we going to open up on time? And the dream that I got was the plane going through two towers, which was really threatening to me. And I'm not a scary person. I don't worry, I'm not afraid. And I thought, why am I getting that kind of information? So I wanted to be psychic, but I didn't want to be about forensic psychic sense. And I think everybody pulled together at that time because they didn't know what to do in order to heal our nation or first responders. And we were in New Jersey, so we were close to New York. So what I did is I said, no, thank you. I don't need that channel. I'd like to open up another channel that I can be helpful and serve these people that are coming to my yoga center. And wanting to know, what is this? What is this mindfulness? What is meditation? What is sending energy like Reiki? And so what happened
0: then, is- Not, not to don't interrupt you, but back then, it wasn't as commonplace as it is today, right? No, I mean, not at all. Very, very, like you're very on the cutting edge of all of that stuff. Yoga,
1: yeah. and I yeah. was teaching people yeah. how to de-stress their bodies um, yeah. through yoga and exercise. Well, that's, that's passe anymore, right? You just have to get mm. up off the couch and start moving and you automatically feel better. So what was happening is, is that we were developing our minds because I was creating meditation and I thought, let's have a meditation circle so we can send energy to New York. Mm. So what happened after that is that I realized what question I was asking. And when I knew about people in the corporate world that I wasn't intimate with, but I knew all these details, I then said, how can I serve my community and how much can you know? And then when I found out that you can find out psychic sense from another country, that there's a terroristic act coming our way, I said, I don't want to know that. How can I be helpful to people that are here? Mm-hmm. When I created those meditation circles, I started to go all around the room and tell people what I was seeing around them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I was automatically channeling their loved ones and bringing them to them and telling them what they're talking about. Not only is it your dad, but he's telling you that he's waving a white flag. And why was he waving a white flag? Well, she said, that was the last thing I put in his coffin. Wow. It was my handkerchief. Oh, and so wow. I said, he has something to say to you. And he told her all about this trip that she was taking to see his sister, her sister, his daughter. And it's, fell from grace from there because I went around the room and everybody was crying. And so was I, and I'm like, what is this? I remember I this. I, we, you were, and you were doing this. Yeah. And now you're saying I that. Should, yeah. Right, I used to have groups yeah. of people and just tell them who's around them to be supportive. Not mm-hmm. it wasn't about what was possible, even though I do help people develop their own intuition. So they don't have to even see people like me or you, the psychologist. It's like, really, you can have this, Conversation and know about the support that you can't see with your eyes open because it's really there. So that says a lot about life, and mm-hmm. life is eternal and it's mm-hmm. ongoing. So I fully realize that when we ask for help, not only from another human, but when we ask help from our spirits and our loved ones, it actually manifests itself. But we forget to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: So, so talk to that's so incredible. I could go on and on and on with you about all <laughs> of that. How let's talk a little bit about the folks that are single um or in relationships and they're trying to figure it out. Maybe they're not sure if they should stay with their partner or you know, what for whatever reason they're at a crossroads in that way. Can you share um a little bit about how you and who you uh, speaks to you, I guess, for those I know obviously it's case by case and it all is, you know, yeah, it but it's a
1: common question. It's the Mm -hmm. most popular question. What am I doing with my life, you know, uh, in love or career um, or health? And so I get it a lot. But I always say to people, don't ask the question. They'll answer it for you without you asking me. Because I want to be unjaded and and really know where it's coming from. So what's very interesting is sometimes feeling abandoned, alone, or lost can sometimes come from those people on the other side, whether they left this life too early as a parent or all of these types of things. So we don't feel as lovable because we're not getting the love. So Mm -hmm. that puts us in a place of desire and need. So most of us in this culture want a partner, companionship company. So Mm -hmm. I say you've got to activate that love muscle. And what's very interesting is that a lot of that comes through in the readings because they're saying to them, look, get up, get off the couch and make yourself be known. Number one, Mm -hmm. ask for what it is that you want energetically start putting the better energy out you ever meet people who have like just great energy and you're like not sure where it comes from because they feel loved and whether it's self-love first and then that will attract that person that's that's vibrating at that same level because we all know situations where you're so wanting and so desirous and needy that you meet someone who either as needy or you know is is just at that same level. So you want to make sure that you're coming from a place of tremendous confidence and love, self-love. Mm-hmm. So that you hard don't to achieve though, people- when you're
0: feeling, if you've other issues in your life, right? So do you find that some of your clients that you're guiding can, when you're talking to the other side on their, you know, kind of giving them messages and things of that nature, are they feeling like almost like, um, a comforting, I know that's how I felt when I was in my crossroads, when I was going through my divorce and I had a lot of other craziness going on in my life at the time, I felt like a sense of like almost a security blanket when I honestly walked into that room with you I felt like I was okay I was safe like I was gonna be a like, glove like you're saying you know through you and obviously you're sweet and I feel connected to you for a lot of reasons but <laughs> <laughs> but besides that I mean you know like because I would often my grandparents as they did just today they came through and some other relatives and things like that and then yeah so go ahead I'm curious to hear that
1: no right so what you're saying is really true but here's the here's the greater truth about it, that if we had the possibility of creating that safety net, I believe you're talking about, Mm -hmm. like within ourselves, Mm -hmm. then that would drop away the anxiety, drop away the fear, and we would feel that connection and that comfort and that hug and that embrace from god from the universe from our loved ones that are no longer here from those that have been past relationships but we hang on the fear and the anxiety that we're not so what you're saying is truly correct but i highly recommend people to sit with themselves to like themselves enough to i always say they'll be the best book you'll ever read so when you dive in you really get to know yourself. And then you realize that when you know yourself at this level, that's how you know other people who are coming from their insecurities and their fears. And maybe it gives you the opportunity to master that and to feel like you're not alone. Because if you're putting out to the universe, I'm alone, I want, I want, instead mm-hmm. of listening, which is meditation, to say that I, this person's coming my way. I'm so excited about tomorrow because I feel like it's happening for me. And the energy starts to go this way instead of this way, where you're making too many withdrawals of Mm -hmm. like who you really are, because Mm -hmm. of course we're all lovable. And of course we have so much love to give. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why we're on this search because we really want to be used. Like in a way we want to love, but we also want to receive it. Mm -hmm. And so I just highly recommend those that feel that they're alone to embrace meditation so they can reduce their anxiety Mm -hmm. and understand that that's not really true. Then it puts you into a place where like, oh, I feel so good. I kind of want to share the joy with somebody, right? Right, It should be be sharing joy. It should be, you know, not checking off any boxes or looking at somebody else critically because what if they did that to you? And you've already surpassed that criticism within yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Um, it's it's pretty huge and psychological, actually.
0: (laughs) <laughs> absolutely you know as you're saying and i was like it reminded me of something we were talking about in class like a couple of weeks ago about objects and object of affection or just it could not necessarily a person it could be anything that you find comfort in could be like when like the, and the my professor was explaining like you know babies in a security blanket and i was like my dog like my dog i have two dogs now i mean, I mean i'm obsessed with both of them but the little guy the little girl parker um um, she's like equally obsessed with me, and I just like I'm very, I'm very attached. <laughs> <to her. laughs> yeah, I'm extremely attached to her. Like I get like very depressed when we're not together. It's really bizarre. But then I realized when I'm the, with this professor, I'm like, that's because that's my security and that's my comfort and that's my like attachment for now, right?
1: Um, not to say she's taking and it's also time. something else. What? It's also something, It's also something else. The person. So-
0: who passed away in Parker's body?
1: No, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> <Okay>. no.
0: <laughs> I was like, who, who is it? All right, go ahead, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Right,
1: so the thing is about dogs is why, and animals and pets is why we mm-hmm. feel the love and it's so mutual and it's so dreamy. And it feels like, because what we achieve or what we experience or share with our animals mm-hmm. isn't human because it's unconditional love.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm yeah.
1: And we're yeah. trying to get that out of humans. And that right. is not
0: possible. No, it's not. That's a very good point, actually. Very, very good point. Yeah. So you it's not. watch
1: yourself to be a detached observer to all this love you're experiencing and know that it's happening because the animals are unconditional. And it's a practice for you to be unconditional, even no matter what they do, right? Right, and, right. And they don't, yeah. they don't even know what they did. Like they could go to the bathroom on your great rug five right. minutes ago and they're past it they're not going to yeah. remember that that's what they did but you want to make right. an issue about it right right but they're right. unconditional so you can't do that to them so they're just great reminders that um we need to be less conditional less literal and that's why when you find love and it's not in the shape or the size or the way in which you think you were supposed to Right. Then, like, that's the beauty of laws of attraction. So, that's why we want to work on ourselves so much, right? And Mm -hmm. surrender to the way that life is right now. And those are two oxymorons, right? Like, working on yourself and then surrendering, but -hmm. just be in receptivity and acceptance that love is there and it's coming your way. And Mm -hmm. so, I'm not saying to do that in a room or in a closet. Thinking that it's going to knock on your door. It has to <laughs> right. be, right? Right. You there to has to be that about energy outlet. Yeah. But when yeah. you're out socially or you're out in the universe or you're engaging with people at work or in your career, make sure it's at that high level of mindfully being present as well mm-hmm. as kind and loving. Because Mm -hmm. we do really become really critical of other people and it sets us off in a super bad dating pattern or yeah, super critical life.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's projecting like our own feelings of whatever is in our mind or ourselves onto other people. And it's an ugly situation if they're just encountering you for the first time or whatever. Absolutely. Okay. So we are wrapping up looking at the time. I know you, you have yeah. a tight schedule today. I appreciate you carving out some minutes to chat with us here at the race to the ring. So sure. tell us where we can find you. I know you do consultations. In fact, before we hang up, Um, for good. I want to talk to you about that for me for another time. Um, And and, um, also you do retreats, Elaine, too. So people might want to participate in some of that. So share all of the good details.
1: Okay, great. So it's easy to find me on my website, which is changing. So it may, it may be oh. a new website in about a couple of weeks, which I'm really okay. excited about. And Great. on that website, you'll be able to make appointments easily online, which is really important to do. Oh, so that's yeah. my name. Yep. A-L-A-I-N-E-P-O-R-T-N-E-R.com. I'm on all social media. I'm starting to go on TikTok, not embarrassed about it. It's kind of funny. And I'm on <laughs> Instagram and I'm on, of course, Facebook. And you can you know, connect to me that way. The retreats and the events, and there's been great events at hotels and beautiful venues, um, and we're still doing online teaching, which has been very interesting. And certainly during the pandemic, I offered meditation um, freely for probably every Saturday for a year because I felt like it was a lifeline to some people to understand what it is, and we all needed it because we were all more anxiety-ridden. That's fantastic! And, oh, it was unbelievable. It was so great. It was hard to let it go, um, but. Mm-hmm. I needed to um, because um, well, I'm kind sure of turning the yeah. corner on it, right, yeah. right, and right, we, right. Maybe, right. maybe not. But um, uh, and also, what happened in that, and I'd like to just share it quickly, is that. COVID was a, a, a tough time for so many people, um, that are here and those that are no longer here, but it changed all of our lives and changed all of our businesses for sure. And it allowed us to get simple, I think, right. Mm-hmm. Like what is it that we're really doing in our lives and writing and quest questing and things Definitely. like that. So, yeah. um, it was a really great self-reflective period. Um, For my connections that I love to make, because I'm very passionate about what I do, is that it allowed me to reach to a lot of different people wanting a family reunion, wanting a family reunion with their loved ones. Oh, okay. Because we were all in different locations, remote or quarantine, it was like permissible to make have these family reunions virtually. And they were beautiful because oh, there that's were families amazing. that couldn't get together. They got together, but they also got together with their loved ones who are no longer here. That's and like, amazing. this is like one big, beautiful reunion and party. So Aww. that was really cool. So I'm available for that as well. Um, oh, wow. That's little... cool. Yeah. Oh, really cool. Yeah. So um, it did a lot of things, you know, and maybe makes us work smarter or greater connections because we're talking more because we have more fear, but hopefully- That is turning into kindness and respecting all people with the decisions that they make and not polarizing ourselves between each other because I really miss touching people and everything I really Mm. do, you know, but it's coming back and so we're all staying safer and um, it's a pleasure to, um, you know, be a part of your network. Um, of course. We love having you. We'll have to have you come yeah. back for sure. Okay. Maybe when I talk yeah, to my mom, I'll pop
0: up and get. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask for the person or if something works out with the doctor uh, or whatever. <laughs> we'll do like a recap for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll put all of your links and things like that in the show notes. Um, do you have a retreat coming up that people
1: can still sign up for? I do have one and it is in North Carolina and it's the end of this month. It's at, um, the art of living retreat center in Boone, North Carolina would oh. love, love to see people. Um, it's, uh, a small what do you do retreat. there real quick? What can you give us a quick, uh, like, synopsis? yeah, sure. Okay. So it's yoga, um, okay. probably awesome. every day there are mindfulness classes and there are medium message opportunities. There will be massage, there will be just the ability to relax and unwind and untether ourselves from the world that we are living in at times. Absolutely. So it's a, it's a time to unplug. So if anybody's interested, that would be great. Contact me at ASAP. It's a beautiful retreat center and a beautiful experience for many.
0: Okay, great. All right. And they'll have more coming up later in the year, and you'll put that yeah, all for sure. on your website as they come. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, right Thank so you, Thank Namaste. you, too. To Namaste. You. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Race for the Ring. If you like today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast, just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on instagram facebook twitter and linkedin my handles and contacts are in the show notes it's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate bye bye